say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Your local sports coverage lives here. Well, why am I watching it? Because it's on TV. With Don Taylor. Cucumber is the worst vegetable out there. No lasting power, no staying power. And Rick Dollywall. 45 minutes in front of a mirror, I banged it. Here's Donnie and Dolly. <laughs> 10 o'clock in downtown Vancouver. We're in the Paul Carson studio. Thanks for tuning in, folks. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Don Taylor, along with Rick Dollywall. Ryan Henderson is our producer. He's the man of the controls. Derek Wong is our... He's frazzled. Had a tough drive-in oh. or sky train in today. He's frazzled, but he's here. He's the voice of God. He's our director. Uh, how are you, sir? You wanted to talk to people about uh, an Elvis Presley article that you <laughs> read recently. Uh, it involved Chuck Berry, uh, those guys, that group of people, Donnie, uh, the, those musicians back in the day. I loved them. Yeah. Uh, just some good stories. Any details you want to share with us? <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Berry, uh, Good okay. Christmas Song. Which one was it? We were listening to it. Run Run Rudolph. Run Run Rudolph. Uh, Donnie had it on his laptop just before the show. Uh, yeah, I had it on my laptop. Brian Adams did a great cover of that. Of Run Run Rudolph? Oh, just just tremendous. Wow. Chuck Berry, so I- influential. Uh, th- this is why, as we move on here, thankfully, yep. folks, this is why we love sports. Canucks end up winning last night in a shootout over the Flames Four, three. What you love about this and why, and I say this all the time, when did Survivor come out? First, 2000. Oh, it's reality TV. It's the first time we've seen reality television. We've always had reality television. It's called sports. Sports. Like, like you can't guess. No. You could never predict the things that happen. Bo Horvat, you know, the center of all sorts of controversy uh, throughout the week. You know, is, will he be distracted? Will it affect his no. game? He turned down that contract offer. He scores right off the bat in, in that game. Nils Hoaglander, he scratched, wasn't going to play in the game. Besser comes down with a non-COVID uh, illness. Yes, yeah, sick. So Hoaglander goes on to that third line, which is kind of a mishmash of players, ends up playing a real strong game. Yeah. Couple of assists. He got time in overtime. You can't. That's reality television. Yeah. Or if you're at the game, it's it's reality. Reality. If you're watching it live, I mean, it, that, that's why we love sports. Just so un- unpredictable. The at, great at unknowns. Times. Yeah. The great unknown. Yeah, we just, don't know what's going to happen. It always weaves a great tale. That was uh, tremendous uh, last yeah. night. From that point of view, I mean, if you're, I guess, yeah. if you're a Canuck fan, if you're a Flame fan, Flames fan, not uh, so much. So Besser gets. Uh, sick, yep. Rick, I'm, I'm guessing you know, the sick, day yep. of. Yep. And, of course, speculation, uh, social media. Well, they're sitting him because they're about oh. to trade him. Is there anything to that? No, no, no. If, 
they're far apart from a Besser trade. It's it's because one of the issues is the Besser. We told this to people on day one of the Besser news. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a while. It's got a big cap hit. Teams are capped out. If a guy is scratched, it doesn't mean he's traded. When's the last time, Donnie? Just I'm going to ask you this. Mm-hmm. When's the last time the Canucks scratched a guy because he was being traded? Just out of, can you remember? I can't. Uh, it doesn't November happen 3rd, very often. Eighty-three. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, and Patterson had I'm the sure flu. Uh, remember Patterson missed practice on the weekend because of the. It goes through a team. It goes through a team, and you've seen it in minor hockey. One kid gets it. Well, Next thing you uh, know, the, they're the canceling practice. I'm dealing with right now. Yeah, just just went through it. Yeah, it, it does happen. But you can understand why, of all people. No, I can't because no, when uh, I told you the, uh, uh, I told you it's okay, going to take Rick, a long time to not get. Not everybody's as close to the situation okay, as I know. you are. You can understand yeah. that of all people, Brock Besser is the one yeah. who gets ill, yeah. and he gets scratched. So people obviously are going to speculate. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to take a while to get a Besser deal. He's stuck at four goals, Donny, and his cap hit so high. It's going to take a while. Okay, um, we'll get to the poll question in a bit. Uh, let's get to the highlights, and then we'll deal uh, with a couple of players in the Canuck organization that we want to deal with. Derek, you good? Rock and roll, buddy. A minute in, Oliver ekman Larson from the point. His shot tipped in by Bo Horvat. Now, did he turn down a contract oh. offer recently? Oh. I haven't heard much about that. one nothing. Canucks get another moments later. Nils Hoaglander to uh, Connor Garland. He shoots and scores. Does so wearing Merrick Malik's old number eight. 148 in. It's two zip with a score 2-1. Late first, Nazem Kadri out front to Andrew Mangiapani. So much for the two-goal lead. 2-2 at the Saddle Dome in Calgary. Second period, Trevor Lewis gathering speed, making moves, splitting the D, one shot, two shots, he scores. 3-2 for the home team, not great defense there. Canucks reply, five minutes into the third. Nils Hoaglander, sweet feet to Sheldon, drives off the post and in. A resilient group of Canucks makes it 3-3, what a goal. We're going to overtime. Ilya Mikheyev racing in, stymied by the right leg of Jacob Markstrom. And so we go to a shootout. Canucks first shooter is Andre Kuzmenko takes his time and buries the puck past Markstrom. Calgary missed its first two shots, so Backlund has to score versus Spencer Martin. No! Wide! Spencer Martin had a strong game. He's letting the world know about it there. Canucks come back to edge the Flames 4-3. They host the Jets on Saturday. Connor Garland. Oh, boy. Connor Garland, did, did, we saw the, uh, he took. Uh, we saw uh, the goal. Yeah, we saw the goal. Uh, now we're moving on to the injury possible. Yeah, the injury, injury possible. So here's uh, hearing. Thanks Con- for paying attention, by okay, the way. I, I, no, I was uh, checking uh, stuff. Okay, so Connor Garland uh, blocked a shot late in the second, guys. Uh, You're right reading here, the Elvis Presley Oh, that's got to hurt. Uh, that's got to hurt. It looks like on the ankle. Uh, told this morning it's a bone bruise. Uh, he did play in the third, guys. Oh. Uh, but I, I think there was concern this morning with Garland. Uh, uh, I, I think there was possible undergoing further testing. I mean, that's bad, Donnie, mm-hmm. right there on the ankle. He kept playing. Yeah, he kept playing. And, and, hey, and, and credit to him, boy. Uh, but anyways, he- hearing bone bruise, uh, they're checking him out again today, this morning, and, and why not? Sometimes there's swelling, and the swelling goes down. But I'm hearing bone bruise uh, for him, but, but that could have been ugly. That could have been. That looks like it could have been still, you know, still five, six be. weeks, Donnie. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. You, you talk about, the, you know, 
the courage it takes to play oh, uh, and blocking hockey shots. or any pro sport, but uh, let's, let's focus on hockey here. Yeah. Blocking a shot like that, um, whether he meant to or not, I think he, he did. That takes a whole lot of guts. Say what you want about uh, Connor Garland. Yep. So uh, at, at some point we will get an update on, on him. And like, yep. like we just said, he did uh, keep playing. You know, uh, you, I don't know what the situation is. You just you don't take your skate off and, and, and until after the game, and then it uh, and then it balloons. Okay, now somebody who didn't play uh, uh, last night. In fact, he hasn't played a game for the Canucks at all. But uh, of interest is a, a player down in Abbotsford, a player they got in the Ethan Bear deal from Carolina, Lane Peterson, who's playing very well, at least statistically. Uh, with the Abbotsford Canucks. Oh boy, three goals last night in San Diego, uh, 17 goals uh, in 18 games in Abbotsford since he was acquired by the Canucks, second in the American Hockey League in goals. I've been told the uh, Canucks management very, very well aware of Lane Peterson. I'm not saying that Lane Peterson is going to get called up soon, but I am saying that do not be surprised. Uh, Canucks management, uh, very impressed with this guy down in Abbotsford and what he's doing. How can you not be, Donnie? Um, you know, how can you not be impressed? How can you not be impressed? 17 goals, 18 games. Uh, let's just say the uh, Canucks management very aware of his uh, play of late. Yeah, uh, right-handed uh, center, uh, much like Jack Stadnicka. And uh, with, with Jack Stadnicka, at one point we thought he was going to be playing in the top six. That di- didn't happen. Uh, Curtis Lazar uh, played there uh, uh, last, last night. night. Did just fine. Yeah, he did. He did. And again, I want to get this in. I know yeah. there was a lot of stuff about Klimovich being a healthy scratch earlier th- three times. He's on a tear. He got the winner last night in San Diego. So the kids start, he's, the last couple of weeks, he's been playing really well. Uh, the captain, Bo Horvat. You got this clip, Derek, if you, if you don't mind, clip one. Uh, Bo Horvat, he opens the scoring very early uh, last night. Here's the captain. Number 53 in your lucky number program on his team's win. I would have liked to not give up a two-goal lead, but at the same time, we, we didn't panic. And, you know, in, in previous games or early in the year, we might have a little panic in our game. Drysdale scored a big goal, and I thought we did a good job after that, kind of limiting their, their great A's. And, um, you know, it was an overall great game tonight. Marty was fantastic. Marty Spencer Martin, uh, you saw what he did in the shootout, or a part of what he did in the shootout, stopping all three shots. 35 saves last night. Uh, the Canucks were outshot 16-7 in the first period. 38-27 overall, yeah. but uh, Spencer Martin uh, came, came through. And, and you know what? Mm-hmm. Like, you never would have guessed this. Again, sports. Sports. Unpredictable. Unbelievable. You Demp know, they, goes out, and, you, and this yeah, guy's there you go. In. Yeah. And you know what? And the other thing about uh, Spencer Martin, uh, the Canucks really wanted to get him done to a one-year deal uh, last year. His agent was pressing for the second year, and the Canucks got to be happy with giving him the second year because it's a cheap deal. They got him. It's not like they're giving four or five million to this guy. So the interesting, the dynamics of his contract last year. Donnie stopped all three Calgary uh, uh, Shoot uh, shooters in the shootout. Yeah. Uh, 15 to 2 the Canucks were outshot in the last 15 minutes of the first period he was great uh he's 9-4 and 1 uh, this year can you believe that i mean you know he's been great yeah he he looks smaller than he is yeah last night uh with, on the broadcast was it Kelly Rudy uh, last night we yeah. didn't get the Vancouver broadcast last night for no, we whatever didn't. reason Rick Ball good guy yep yeah, yeah and of course we both are friends of the show Rick Ball and, and Kelly Rudy but uh Kelly Pointed out he's six three, and I, I should yeah. know that. I, I had to go to the hockey DB pitch. He, he's six three, one ninety one. He, he's yeah. lean, uh, but he doesn't look that big in the net. But he, he, they were talking about how much net he does uh, take up and take up. You saw evidence of that. Of course, you've seen evidence of that uh, since he got to Vancouver. But uh, not a bad deal. 
No. Uh, you know, July 2021 from Tampa Bay for future considerations. And uh, he, he's he's hoping a, lo- a lot of eyes. Yes, he is. Yeah. And, and, and uh, has, I mean, I know his numbers aren't, aren't tremendous, but people could argue the, about it, the team in front of him. Getting the job done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're on the road. You need goals. And Canucks have on six straight on the road, Donnie. Mm-hmm. Six straight. Well, you know what? And, and people talk about a house of cards. But the, the raw numbers are they've won nine uh, of 13. They've won four of five. Um, their last five wins, Rick, have all come in over, uh, overtime and or shootout. And or shootout. Pardon me, or shootout. You know, so it, it, it could have gone um, the other way very easily, but it didn't. And, and, and there you go, three points out of a playoff spot. Let's get to the bet99.net poll question. It has to do with the player that we wanted to bring up earlier, but we're going to bring him up uh, right now because he was very impressive. Our bet99.net poll question, Rick. All right, uh, bet99.net, the poll question, is Ethan Bear the Canucks' second-best defenseman? And a whopping 78% say yes, he is. Already over 800 votes, and Ethan Bear had a good game last night. He was solid, and Donnie, so it's just amazing. Uh, he goes to Carolina from Edmonton, doesn't work out. He's mm-hmm. in Rod Brindamore's uh, uh, doghouse. Well, there was COVID as well there. There was, yeah. Donnie, but, you know, he couldn't get out of uh, Rod Brindamore's doghouse, and people said, oh, it's a, it's a good team in Carolina. No, 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 no. Uh, Chatfield made that team. Look, he, he's, he's getting a chance in Vancouver. He's taken every opportunity of it. And by the way, folks, he's an RFA with our rights, Donnie. You can't sign him until January 1st. I was told uh, uh, this week that the Canucks have reached out to his agent uh, uh, this week just to, you know, hello, how are you? You know how you and I talk all the time? I'll call you and say hello, how are you? I doubt if it's that conversation. (laughs) Same thing. Hello, hi, we like your guy. I I fully expect... you know, I fully let's have lunch. Uh, let's have lunch. One of those, but there was a touching of base this week. Uh, and what? Just hold on. They touch base with the, the agent. That's illegal in <laughs> a lot of places. Okay. Anyways, yeah. get the extension done. It looks good. Uh, Canucks really also like illegal. this guy. Okay. Uh, Ethan Barrett last night, three shots on goal, uh, th- uh, three hits, over twenty minutes of ice time. Yeah. Um, so he would have been third on uh, on the list behind OEL and Quinn Hughes in terms of uh, ice time. But he was on late in the game. It's yeah. some, some real, well, one in particular, spectacular defensive play. Also w- got overtime ice time and made a spectacular oh. defensive play in, in overtime, in overtime a, as did. well. Yeah. So he's got the trust of Bruce Boudreaux. Trust. I'm not sure what that counts for, uh, you know, given Kyle Burrow's uh, situation, because I think Bruce trusts Kyle, but for yep. whatever reason, he's hasn't been in a, a whole lot. He was in last night, and the int- interesting thing with uh, with Burrows, and I know um, his numbers weren't spectacular last night. Uh, he was he was minus one, cup, a couple of hits, 17 minutes worth of ice time, but he was on late in the game. Yes. In, fact, in fact, he was on that uh, he was. Late, late shift. I can't remember the exact situation if somebody was tired, whatever the case may be, uh, but he managed to clear the puck out, and uh, Bruce Boudreaux oh. trusted him at, at the end. All right. right. So, Donnie, he's nursing been, a, a three, you know, looking to go into overtime. Took the Canucks a long time to get Ethan Bear uh, to, to free up the cap space. They've been trying since uh, August, uh, July, and they finally got him, and he, he's been good as advertised. Yeah, he just he's, he's confident with the puck. He's, he's aggressive. He skates well. There's just there's just a whole lot a there. Lot like. And I know this counts for, for nothing, but, um, and I tweeted this out, and I'm talking about a couple of Saturdays ago. I know I'm probably not supposed to talk about another program here, but Hockey Night in Canada, After Hours, if you saw that interview, I don't know if you saw it. Oh, uh, yeah, but I it, did. it was so good. 
it, it just you know the, the 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 quality of human human being that yep. Ethan Bear comes across as in yep. that interview and just what you know quality. What, what he's gone through and what he still does it's it was just tremendous you saw it Ryan I know I know you doing you doing good we're good you give me the break swell signal. swell yeah we got a break Here's what's coming up on the show. Uh, DTMZ, Is It Just Me? Coming up in the next hour. Uh, John Shannon is going to join us uh, just after uh, 11 o'clock. He'll have some things to say uh, about the Canucks and the Board of Governors uh, meetings, like the cap not going up as much as we thought. So there's that. that. A big ride the Twitter guy coming up later this hour. By the way, we also want to um, talk about Ryan Reeves. No suspension for Ryan no suspension. Reeves. Big, big hit. Um D- debatable whether or not he should be uh, suspended. Wild versus Detroit uh, last night. Up next, the World Cup finalists are set. All right? Oh, big time. France versus Argentina. Here to talk about it, our World Cup expert, our soccer expert, Paul Dolan. He's next. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. All of today's guests, including Paul Dolan, standing by, are brought to you by the Vancouver Giants. Following a 5-3 win in Victoria, that was last night. Yeah. The G-Man return home for the final home game before Christmas tomorrow night against Portland. Puck drop is at 7.30 p.m. at the beautiful Langley Event Center. And I'm serious. I love that place. Oh. Get your tickets for tomorrow night. You're getting excited. And every Giants home game at VancouverGiants.com slash uh, tickets. Uh, JJ from Fiji, just before we get to Paul, Delaney's okay tiring Langley inbox. Donnie, speaking of Survivor, this is crazy. Season 43 wrapped up last night. A guy named Gabler ended up uh, uh, winning it. 43? I know know they they have like two two seasons in one year. So, but remember it first came out, it was so experimental. Would you pay attention here? It was so uh, experimental. I don't watch Survivor. You don't watch watch the show, apparently. No, I I don't watch Survivor. I I, I was big into it the first uh, couple of seasons. It's still going strong. Yeah, it is. I'm sure Dolly's happy to hear about that. Paul (laughs) Dolly joins us now. It'll be uh, on Sunday, Argentina versus France in the World Cup final. Paul, thanks for doing this. How are you, sir? Good, big Gabler fan. Really enjoyed the finale last night. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm not, oh. I, I don't know if you're kidding or not. I'm dead serious. I've watched every hour that that show's ever been on. Believe it or not, the fa- the family's into it. It's a, it's a no, good family I, show. You're right. My kids my kids are into it as well. Okay, uh, before we talk about the World Cup final, Croatia and Morocco make it to the final four. I can't remember if we talked about this uh, the last time around. Was Canada in the group of death? The way I look at the groups of death is if you were this team Mm -hmm. playing these three opponents. So going into the tournament, I thought the group of death is the one that Costa Rica is in facing Japan Mm -hmm. and Spain Mm -hmm. and Germany. But now you look at where the teams from the group F have gone to the semifinals. And yeah, you'd have to say that Canada was in the group of death, including the number two team in the world in Belgium. So uh fair credit to well first of all those teams obviously that got to the semi-final and and were fair uh, value yeah. for it i thought in particular morocco was the surprise story kind of the feel-good story of the tournament i loved the way not necessarily that they played because i'm not all about it you know me 
Mm-hmm. I'm not a soccer apologist that says zero zero is always a great game by any means, but I admired the way they defended. I admired the way they stuck to the the game plan and yeah. the tactics. And then I also admired the way that they had so many very high quality players that could get out of tight situations and create scoring chances the other way. So fair dues to Morocco and Croatia is also a, a country of 4 million people that once again gets to a World mm-hmm. Cup semi-final. It's incredible the the amount of talent they have in such a small country. And uh, Canada played well in uh, their group. Obviously they lost 4-1 to Croatia after scoring their first goal, but it was a very tough group, as it turns out. Yeah, and let's not forget that Belgium, a disappointment, but they did come in as the number two ranked country uh, on the planet. Lionel Messi, uh, who will play, of course, in Sunday's uh, final, is now Argentina's all-time leading World Cup goal scorer. Where is his game at at the age of 35? It doesn't seem to be slowing down at all. He is the best player in the tournament. He is the reason Argentina is where they are with respect to the other teammates. Obviously, when you get to a semifinal and now you get to a final, uh, you have to have an all-round strong team game to be able to get there. Good goalkeeping, good defending, good stuff through midfield, and then someone who's uh, finishing those goal-scoring chances. But Messi truly is the mm-hmm. catalyst to the entire Argentine operation. And he, the thing that I like most about him is he lifts it at the time when his team needs it. When games are in a lull, when it looks like it, go e- it could go either way, he just puts on the magic, you know, goes down the touchline after the throw-in out of nothing, really. Spin cycles what many think was the best defender of the tournament in Guardiol, the Croatian centre-back, and then sets up the goal for Alvarez, his second of the game, to make it 3-0, and that salts the game. But this is what he's doing. He did it against Australia when it was tight. He did it uh, in, in the semifinal as well, and, or the quarterfinal, rather. So it's just been one game after another where he's taken it to different heights. And so as I go into this final now, and I see what I think are the two best teams, and I, I love that about uh, the World Cup, is that so often we do see the best teams, despite mm-hmm. that great story of Morocco and obviously Croatia too. But I like to see the stars shine. And now we have the best uh, all-time player, in Messi up against the next best player mm. in Kylian Mbappe. It's a, a really great matchup. Okay, but what are the keys uh, in your eyes, Paul? What are you looking for on Sunday for uh, from both sides to win? Well, Argentina's got to negate the threat of Mbappe down that flank, but even when they do that, there's Teo Hernandez, who has come in as a replacement for his brother who's injured, Luca Hernandez, in the first game for France in a left-back position. You think, okay, how can he be a threat? He has been storming down that side, uh, all tournament long, setting up plays and goals for France. Uh, but the other player that I think Argentina needs to worry about is uh, Griezmann. He's just been phenomenal. And and the thing with Griezmann is he's a box-to-box player who's kind of in and out. Uh, I didn't think started the tournament all that strongly. Uh, but Antoine Griezmann now, I think, is in consideration for the golden ball as the best player in the tournament. It's going to go to Messi hmm. or Mbappe. But you have to put him into consideration because what he's meant to that French team that is missing so many players through injury, he's stepped up and been the leader of that squad. So that's what Argentina, I think, needs to do defensively against their star players from France. What does France need to do? It's so obvious, but how do you do it? I don't even need to tell you what it is. Try to slow down Lionel Messi Mm. to, to whatever degree you can do that. And it seems like so far nobody's been able. He, he drops into pockets so he can pick up the ball deeper. He's been holding the ball up. He's obviously uh, great at taking players on and dribbling. He's a terrific striker of the ball. 
And if there's any danger around the edge of the penalty area or inside the penalty area, look out because uh, more often than not, he's going to put that away as well from the penalty spot. Although he did miss that one penalty kick earlier in the tournament against Poland. Paul, uh, look at this. I mean, the tournament's coming to a close. Look at me. Uh, look at it from the Canadian perspective uh, for this whole tournament. Um, they got four years to get ready now. After watching what they've watched the whole tournament, uh, tell us what you, if you were in charge, what are some of the things you're looking at from this tournament for the next one for Canada to get there and do much better? I think the most important thing for Canada, especially in a tournament now in 2026 that they're hosting and won't need to go through the World Cup qualification process, is to find games against good teams. Now, that that's going to be difficult because as it's set up now, each confederation is playing kind of their own Nations League. Uh, UEFA has its Nations League. CONCACAF now has its own Nations League. And that means you really are kind of predetermined to play against teams from your own confederation for the most part hmm. during those FIFA windows, the international windows. But I think Canada and the U.S. and Mexico, for that matter, need to find ways to play against better competition. And one of the ways I think that's going to happen is that Canada is going to be playing from what I understand, in the Copa America, which is obviously the South American Confederation and their uh, tournament right. that they play every two years. And that, that to me, is huge if that can happen. To be able to play against the Argentinas of the world and Brazil's uh, would be a step up from only playing in their CONCACAF region. Who wins Sunday? I, I predicted France ahead of the tournament, and I thought Brazil might be there. Uh, Argentina, for me, is so reliant on one player that it's going to come down to how well either France contains Messi or how well Messi himself plays in the game and, and shines. I'm pulling for Messi because I, I love his story. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that there's even still some, you know, consideration as him not being the best player in the world. He can blow that out of the water, obviously, with the World Cup win. He doesn't need to, in my mind. He's still the best. I think Argentina maybe uh, sneaks it over the line, but it's going to be a tight game, obviously, and one that I'm really looking forward to. It should be a good one. That was the most wishy-washy answer I've ever heard. Is it France or Argentina? Who Bring the heat! Up? Bring Come the on. heat! Like I, like I said, for Argentina. Okay. All right. No, Beautiful. I, I'm not sure. It, it's, I, I'm <laughs> for Argentina, but okay. <laughs> it could very well be France. <laughs> okay. Just say one or the other. What the heck? You got I'm a hedging 50... my bets. Okay. Oh, <laughs> all right. Okay. We're going to talk to you on Monday after it's all over, Dolly. Appreciate it. All right. It. Sounds good, guys. Take you bet. care. I was looking up Lionel Messi uh, last night at, yeah. at home on, on, on the computer, and I went down this. What do the kids call it, Ryan? A wormhole? Yeah. Okay. Wormhole? So, of course, you bring up Lionel Messi. What other player comes up a lot? Diego Maradona. Diego Maradona. And I'm, I was looking at clips from the documentary, the, 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 the one documentary that is out there. I'm not sure who put it out, HBO. My God. I've, I've seen the thing twice. I was looking at clips from it last night. Folks, if you haven't seen it, Check it out. It's just it's just tremendous. The access that they or the footage that they managed to get is just amazing. And just how just how how big he I'm stating the obvious here. How, how big, big he, was. he uh, was is in Argentina and around the planet. Italy as well. Where oh, big time. He played for Napoli. Oh my gosh. Uh what a what a great uh, great uh, way to spend 2 hours. I spent more than that last night looking up uh, Maradona stuff, and I was supposed to be looking up uh, Lionel, Lionel Messi. Yeah. Okay, there was an incident at uh, the World Cup uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, uh, yesterday, uh, involving France. I want to talk about that next, and we'll update the poll question. Donnie and Dolly, the team, uncheck.
Uh, Canucks defeating the Flames in a shootout. I keep wanting to say overtime, but it was a shootout. 4-3 for the Canucks over the Flames. Their fifth straight win via shootout slash overtime. Yeah. Poll question. We're updating it. Bet99.net poll question. All right, get her up. Our Bet99.net poll question. Is Ethan Bear the Canucks' second uh, best defenseman? This is a landslide. Uh, 79.7% say yes. 20.3% say no. Already over 1,000 votes. Um, so uh, what would your list be? Hughes, number one. I think well, most people, everybody yeah. would agree, agree with that. I'm, I, you know, uh, I, I know everyone's saying Ethan Barrett, but Luke Shen. Again, again Luke Shen last night, guys. Uh, six hits. You know, the previous game, six hits, seven blocks. Um, you know, Luke Shen is just, he's been a rock. And, and, you know, you talk to people around the league. They love this guy. Look, look what Daryl Sutter said yesterday. He was talking about the Canucks roster, mm-hmm. and he singled out only one player, Luke Shen. And he said that guy can be a captain on numerous teams in the NHL. I mean, Luke Shen's been... You uh, think he's a better defenseman than OEL? I, I, I never said that. I'm just telling you that right now, you've got to be impressed with what Luke Shen's bringing well, de- to you that's, every single game. But that's not the game. question. The question is... No, for me, it's Bear. Bear, uh, Bear's been, when Bear first got here, you saw a lot of giveaways. He's eliminated uh, the giveaways. He's making the smart play in his end to get the puck out of their own end. He's doing much better. We, we, we've, we've got a lot of this in the Delaney's OK Tyron Langley inbox that you've got a problem if Ethan Bear is your second best defenseman. Yeah, well... It, and, as, that, you know, that's nothing against Ethan Bear. No, that's it's mo- not. mostly a shot at management and, and previous management as well. You know, Ethan Bear was you know, let go by the Oilers and by, by the Hurricanes. So, so there is that. Well, I have to say this. He has been surprisingly good. And I say surprisingly because of what you brought up uh, earlier and that is the situation in Carolina. Jalen Chatfield had all sorts of problems he trying to crack so. the Canucks roster, and there he is playing for the Carolina Hurricanes. Rod so they, they came into Vancouver fairly recently. And there he is, you know, playing a fairly you know uh, solid role for the for, for the the Hurricanes, and he's ahead of Ethan Bear. So this is right. this is surprising. Uh, uh, look. OEL hasn't got a chance of having anything positive said about him because of his contract. Market, market because of his contract. Because of the because of his contract. He played 21 minutes last night. Yeah, he did. He played. He, he got shifts in yeah. overtime last night. He he, he got an, an assist. He does not play a spectacular game. He is not worth what he is getting. But he's still money money wise still a very very good uh, defenseman. And, and Brian, He'd be number two on my list. And I know I know I'm I'm, and, I'm in the minority. I get and, that. And Brian Burke. Says it, I think he said it in his book, there is no worse place to have a bad contract than in a Canadian city. Mm. And and you know what? No other cities in the NHL bring up uh, uh, contracts and bad contracts like Canadian markets. He's right. Well, of course, because there's there's passion and, and interest that's here that isn't yeah. in most places uh, s- south of the uh, border. Absolutely. But I, I don't know if you can ever use the word you know, worse. Because I'd be okay having a bad contract. You've got a bad contract. <laughs> we we barely. It, it, let's it, be honest. We yeah. barely have contracts. Yeah, I think I think OEL, uh, Tyler Myers. We didn't even bring his name up. They're probably okay with Louis Erickson back in the day. They're probably okay deep deep down with having a, a bad contract. Yeah. Now honestly, like let, let, let's be realistic here. We didn't bring up Myers at all. He's making six million dollars a year. Yeah, he had a bit of a tough night last night. Yeah, he, he played over twenty minutes uh, as well. Uh, 
lots of time shorthanded uh, as usual. But uh, it's just interesting. Ethan Bear really sticks out. He's a yeah. nice skater. Yeah. He's a nice skater, and he's physical. Not the biggest guy in the world, but well, you have and, to be impressed. And and here's the other thing. When when the Canucks go to redo his deal, uh, he fits into that age group. Uh, Alvina, Rutherford, Donnie have always said uh, they're looking for uh, guys 26 and, and younger to build the base for the future, and he fits that profile. And he's, uh, he's uh, I, I fully expect them to cut a deal with him in the in the coming months. We've uh, well, you've ripped into uh, Rutherford and Alvin oh, quite a bit. What are you talking about? You two are the worst. But they have identified so let, let, let's I, I, you know, the Miller contract, the Besser contract. You can go on and on about that. Well, he, uh, Ryan whines about McCab. Are you are you still whining about McCab, uh, Ryan? Are you still whining about well, McCabe? Can, can I finish my thought here? You my, finish my, your thought. My point is that they've identified some pretty good players. Yes, like they have. So, well, I want well, to guess they're pretty good, interesting players yeah. that, that could that could do something in the organization. Yeah. And I always, you know, when when those players were acquired, I went fringe, fringe move. Who cares? But you know, Bear Sadiq is interesting. I, I I think so. Lane Peterson, we 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 talked about. Oh, so there's there's uh, you know Kuzmenko has obviously been successful, and I think Mikheyev has come on as he adjusts to a new city and and new team. So there is that. It it could be, you know, given that I've been in Vancouver since 1970, and all the way things uh, go. Yeah, I've been following this team since 1970. Pardon me. It it it, it could go in a positive direction. Or not. And, and look at the entire fourth line. Uh, Joshua, Mons, Tadnika. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Dries, uh, uh, Dries was a, a good pickup as well. So they've done some good things. There's yeah, no it, question it's, about it. it it's, it's pretty interesting. Okay. We good, Ryan? You're quiet. You, you're going to say no, something. There. No, no, no. I wasn't going to say anything. He was ripping me about Mikheyev. Yeah, you, I, you constantly rip them for Mikheyev. He's been, he's been great. He's on pace for over, over 25 goals. I don't know how you can complain about that, Ryan. And where are they in the standings? They're actually, to let you know, three they're points three points behind Colorado for the final wild card playoff spot, Ryan. And not dead yeah. last in the NHL, Ryan. Okay. But Let's we, not go down this path. No, it's... Do you, uh, we can go down any path you yeah, want. It's hard to be positive about their situation, especially given the start that they came up with, okay? And the fact but every all team I said has was games that in hand. Lo- Pardon me? And the fact every team has yeah. games in hand. Yeah. And p- winning percentage. Oh, so you're okay. going to get into games in hand in December? Well, you do, you do. Really? No, all I said was... Oh, my that goodness. it looks like a lot of these players have promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they could, you. despite the fact oh. that, you know, I ripped them for being, you know, fringe acquisitions. It looks like a lot of these guys have some promise. Might not work out, but it's promising. And maybe their best move might have been Kuzmenko. He gets an assist last night, the shootout winner. Nobody's arguing that. He's on pace for 76 points, but just uh, politely ignore that, Ryan. Why are you so defensive? Because I know what uh, Ryan was uh, whining about McCabe. Look at uh, Kuzmenko. You know, I don't know how they're going to re-sign Kuzmenko. Everyone's talking about Horvat, but if he does end whoa, up... Whoa, 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 whoa. what? Hold on a second. You're saying that signing Kuzmenko was such a great move for one year? That's all you were allowed to, any team, because he was undrafted okay, okay. and played in Russia, so that's why. Uh, but uh, what? I don't know how they're going to do Kuzmenko, guys, if he keeps up this pace. Well, when the captain leaves for nothing in free agency... Then so do you know the captain. captain's leaving? Mm-hmm. 100%? Well, it you looks that hey, way. You and every other insider telling hey, us no, that's happening. It, it doesn't look good. Kuzmenko comes under the category of, and thank you for clarifying the rules there. Yeah, first thing you've done uh, today. I <laughs> the Elvis Presley uh, uh, article. I love Elvis. It's a pleasant problem. 
Yeah, I think it's it's it, it's worked out. It's uh, the the most they could sign him for was one year, so yeah, it's it's a pleasant problem. Won't be that pleasant for Canuck fans when he leaves for Dallas or or wherever in a in a few months. Can I say something about Bo Horvat? I want to get to the soccer thing, but go. Just let me get this in because I was I was told this last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite all the outside noise, he just goes out and, and keeps producing. That is something I'm, I'm glad told. you got that in. Just uh, will you let me finish? I only got one sentence in, Donnie. That is something I'm told teams I want to acquire him are very impressed with. He's not letting the contract stuff affect his play. Takes a special player, Donnie, to block that out and just go out and play and produce every in a hot Canadian market. This guy, you know, and you said it in the, before the show began. What was it, 21 seconds or whatever early in the game? Yeah. Boom, it's Horvat. He gets the goal. Yeah, of all players to score. A lot of teams that are trying to get Horvat are very impressed with that, is how he has blocked everything out and keeps producing. 21 goals. But a lot of people, like if I was in the situation with Horvat, I think I and I think you, you would do it. Might, might, might spark you. Yeah. Right? Might, might inspire you. You know, right? I'm okay. fine. Couldn't be better. Okay. Uh, I wanted to talk about this incident, and, and France is on to the uh, World Cup final, right? Sunday against the Ar- yeah, Argentina. Good game. But uh, before France's semifinal game, and I get my days mixed up because the games are so, uh, are so early, yeah. but uh, before their semifinal game against Morocco, um, we don't see the actual incident. We see the aftermath, but France is warming up. Yeah. Mbappe, their star. Great guy. Uh, Takes uh, a shot. Obviously, it, it goes wide and picks off a fan. Are we, we going to see this here? Derek, rock and roll. Picks off. Picks up. Uh, poor Derek. I'm picking on him here. He had a hard day. A hard drive in. Um, picks off a fan. Look at this guy. He's, wor- he's Got worried. hit in the face. Genuine. By Mbappe. And you know what I like about this, guys? Mbappe, one of the biggest athletes in the world, on the planet, Comes over and checks checks in on the guy. Now, this leads me to this. It's something that bothers me, much like it bothers me when the National Hockey League calls the, the person who leads the league in points the scoring leader. That's another you know subject altogether. But do you ever see these? The, you know, when, when you're watching a football game, NFL, CFL, college, you'll see some player you know catch a ball you know, go out of bounds at full speed and just destroy some cameraman or a reporter or somebody, you know, holding a sound dish. What do they call those, uh, Derek, a parabolic dish? And just and not do anything. Just ignore the guy. Just, and just go back and to the huddle. And they just go back into yeah. the huddle, yeah. You see it all the time. Yeah. And here's, like, this, this guy who's, like, you know, God in France – and he goes over and he he checks. He cares. You okay. He cares. Like I, I made a mistake there, or maybe I didn't make a mistake. It was I'm sorry. An accident. I'm sorry. Yeah. And Are this okay? guy is hurting. And he, apparently, this guy sucked it up and stayed and watched the game the whole bit. And he was hoping to get some sort of jersey or souvenir afterwards. I uh, I get that. But I mean, you go from like you you must be at that point. This is the greatest moment of your life. You're yeah. going, about to watch a yeah. World Cup semifinal. You get nailed. And you get picked off by a guy who may or may not be probably right up there, your favorite player in warm-up. Yeah, and he, But he's he's classy enough to come over and say, are you okay? Do you guys have a problem with that when you see no. a football player do that? No. You don't have a problem? Oh, you mean, yeah, yeah when he nails a camera guy and the yeah, guy's you down. you see all the time. You know, help him up. Help him up and say, hey, are you well, okay? No, you, are, are you okay? It is weird. 
It, it is. is. It's, it's like you you destroy someone. Yeah. And the, uh, inevitably, the, and it's not your job to do that. I, I get no, it. But aren't I you just a think human? it's human nature, right? Yeah. But and inevitably, it's the fellow camera people or you know uh, other reporters or whatever in the sidelines that go go help the person. But it happens a lot. Yeah. Like maybe it's a security guard that goes over and helps the person. It happens quite often, and it just bothers me that nobody, you know, the player who actually did the hitting. Doesn't do anything. Well, it's like yeah. they. It's like it's. It's like they act like it. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I realize, like you're focused. You got to get on to the next play. You've got a job to do. Yeah, but still, just a little compassion yeah. for a guy who didn't expect to get you know bowled over. But he showed he cared there during his, his during his uh, work day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't believe that you, you guys are actually agreeing with me on something. Well, this is the first. How do you go against what you're saying? Well, I think no. Lot, you know, right, Donnie? I think they people, should ignore them altogether. No, look, some a lot of hardcore people would say, ah, that's, no, you, yeah, that's no, part of the. No. You, you, you accepted that oh, by going on. on the field. It's part of the part of the job. I don't just like a, take two seconds. You okay? Good. I Thumbs feel up. really bad for the people that don't see it coming. You know, some well, security. Well, if you saw it coming, you'd probably get out of no, the no, way. No, no, no. But so you could still get kind of security guys with their back. That's there. what I mean. Yeah. Right? Cheer, cheerleaders, too. They've yeah. Been yeah, you, you, they, they've yeah. been wiped out. They, yeah. they, hey, coaches, man. Coaches, too. Yeah. yeah. Look at uh, Sean McVay, his own oh, player. his own player. Well, that was ago. different. The player was putting on the helmet. Yeah. And, and, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, but, but still. I, and I'll, I'll tell you what. I, and we're lucky enough in this business that we get to experience things other people don't. But I've been on the uh, field for a, a Seahawks game, Lions game, BC Lions game, and it is you, – you, Pay attention. If, you ever oh, get, yeah. Yeah. if you've, you're ever in that situation, it's frightening. Yeah. It is. Well, NBA, too. You're right there in the front row, you know, uh, the fans. Not quite the same. But I've seen some people I, get bowled over. You know, you might trip Shaq. That could be a problem. Yeah. Thank you. Curb your enthusiasm. One of the best episodes. <laughs> Big rise next. Donnie Dolly, the team on check. Just before we get to Big Rye, the Twitter guy, uh, Delaney's OK Tire and Langley inbox. Rick from Vancouver. I disagree with Don. CFL players will check out who they hit. CFL. I'm, I'm not so sure about that, but I'll I'll take notes when the CFL season uh, starts. I'm going to say the majority, though, unfortunately, don't. Yeah. In 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 CFL, NHL, NBA. Like NFL. All, all of the incidents. Well, no, but you see it. You, well, just the nature of the game and the way the you know the playing field, uh, playing surfaces. You yeah. see it more in football. Yeah. You know, maybe NBA, but the, the collisions in football. I'm sorry, are just you know, oh, yeah. are crazy. You see it more in football than any other sport. And uh, especially with with college football, there seems to be way too many people on the sideline. Well, anyway. they, uh, well that, that, just, that includes the teams. That, the yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's like anybody and everybody, especially like we're heading towards the college football football playoff here. Mm-hmm. There'll be a million people on the yeah. side. I'm like, why are all these people down here? Like, Farhan will be on the sideline. Why? Just go. You're, oh, I'm just we'll bring uh, this up with Farhan. You should. Yeah, he's going to join us from the college football playoff. He told me in a couple there years. So. Uh, okay, I want to, speaking of football, a uh, little update for this evening. Uh, decently large NFL game happening down the I-5 at Lumen Field. Oh, yes. As the 49ers are in town to take on the Seattle Seahawks. How about this, guys? The Niners cannot catch a break. Brock Purdy listed as questionable for tonight's yeah. game due to oblique and rib injuries is expected to start versus the Seahawks. That's according to Adam Schefter this morning. He originally reported yesterday about the, uh, how he was listed as questionable because of these injuries. Now, here's the thing. I don't know how much this matters, and I'll tell you why. Because 
We know what's going to happen tonight. It's going to be all run CMC all day long. McCaffrey's going to run that ball. I mean, well, speaking of people who get hurt a lot. He, yeah, he definitely. So far, he's been healthy with with the with the Niners, but the, the Seahawks are thirty first in the league and running thirty first. They're dead uh, last. Stopping the run. I mean, we all know how this is going to go down in Seattle, outdoors as well. Maybe a little bit slick because of the conditions. It's it's going to be uh, the run. So game. they could have John Brody handing off. It they, doesn't matter. They could have David Putty. Old school reference uh, there. They could have David Putty. It didn't matter. He just handed off. Brock Purdy, David Putty. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. very very that cute. Is, hey, that is they could have that's somebody your best work. They could have somebody that works at Purdy's Chocolates there you as go. the quarterback. Okay, there and you it go. would be it would be no. They could hand off them. a hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> The Seahawks need this game. We'll see what happens. What's um, melting in his hands? Okay, let's stop right there. Okay. Yeah. Purdy's <laughs> uh, <laughs> chocolate. Big lineups these days. Christmas. And why? The, big month. This just in. Big what? Like, a big month for uh, okay. the, the Christmas stuff. Well, why, why, though? Why, like, so you're telling me so you, you, if I put are it. You just, like, like, are you questioning the popularity of chocolate? No, uh, of Purdy's, though. Like, you mean to tell me if you put a Purdy in front of you. <laughs> And and a Kit Kat or some other chocolate, just milk chocolate. Okay, one is blowing away the other. What about lint? Yeah, like just a milk chocolate from another brand. Mm-hmm. And yet people do line up. Or the Rocky Mountain is it the Rocky well, Mountain chocolate or whatever it is. It's a Guilford Mall. It's, it's the same kind of thing. It's like well, they have different types of chocolates. That I know the Himalayan it, salt and all these sort of things. Well, the bark, you can get it in Costco too. The like chocolate Christmas bark. bark? <laughs> 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 I just don't. I, Let's get back to the hedgehog. To me, I don't understand why the massive line all the time. But people apparently. It's presentation. They have a good logo. The they do. Everyone's got different likes and dislikes, Ryan. That's why uh, Baskin Robbins has. That's why Baskin Robbins has 33 flavors. flavors. Yeah, exactly. Greg Mons told 31? me. 31? Exactly. 30, 31 flavors. Uh, so, Seahawks, Niners this evening on Thursday Night Football as the Hawks try and win and stay part of the playoff conversation. Look like you were going to say something. No, no, okay. I, 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 I'm still focusing on uh, Brock Purdy. Who who is their fourth string quarterback then? Yeah, who's I don't even string? know. Nathan Rourke. I honestly, they <laughs> oh. might need to work him out and sign him all in yes, the same right. day yeah. to play. I mean, again, talk about banged up and 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 hey, and what, playing well. And what if oh, they're uh, one of the hottest teams in the league? A lot of that is because of McCaffrey. Debo Samuel's out though as well. A lot of like, weapons. They, they, yeah. they have a ton of weapons. But you think all those people calling for them to trade Jimmy G, right? Oh, it's Trey Lance's time now. What if they didn't have him? Like, he, he at least got them through a few more games after the Lance injury. Well, well you, you think with, with Brock Purdy's situation, and Mr. Irrelevant. Irrelevant, yeah. So Irrelevant, yeah. I finally got that word out. But uh, so Lance goes down. Yes. Garofalo co- comes in. Well, then Purdy knows he's next up. Yeah. So he's got those weeks exactly. to realize that he could very well see action. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of worked for them. I mean, you know what? I believe last time I checked, their defense is ranked number one in all sorts of categories. Yeah. Oh it, no, they've uh, again. It's a well-rounded team. It seems to be a next man up situation there. Kyle Shanahan is, I think, is a really good coach. And again, when you got McCaffrey and you could just hand it off like they've been able to, that well, helps you. Yeah. Big time. Okay, let me get to this. Uh, this came out yesterday, actually, but I didn't get it in time. In Big Rye, Forbes. Most valuable NHL teams. The update's out. 
I thought we were going to save this for another day. You didn't have it written down, so I thought you were ignoring oh, so me. Just go right ahead. So your top 10 NHL most valued teams, the usuals are at the top. The Rangers, the Leafs, the Canadians. There's one really Blackhawks, interesting one in the there. The Bruins, the Rangers and Leafs, both over $2 billion in terms of value. Oh my gosh, huh? The interesting one Donnie's wow. bringing up is the one actually Elliot Friedman brought up with you guys yeah. on Tuesday. The Seattle Kraken guys in the top 10. $1.05 billion is what the Kraken are valued at, according to Forbes. Uh, I believe, I think it was 13 for the Canucks. They're like $1.013 okay. Yeah, It's a 22% increase year over year uh, for the Canucks. Well, take a look at what Francesco and, and, and company bought the team. Oh, it's, well, I mean, almost all these situations, yeah. you can see well, the same thing. I mean, look at even the Kraken. Yeah. Look at even the Kraken, right? But that is an interesting well, that, one. That's a good point. Number 10 here, right? A, a billion dollars. And again, if you missed Elliot on Tuesday, go catch up on his interview when he was talking about how if people want the cap to go up, you need g- revenue-generating teams to be in the postseason. And two of the American teams he brought up, the two most recent, Vegas mm. and Seattle. And yeah, Elliot, it's the shiny new toy. It, it uh, is. It it's is. the shiny new toy, and everybody Vegas? wants the jersey. Where's Vegas here? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where I they I thought they were in the, the top, top 10, Vegas. Are they in the top 10? No, but I, uh, somebody said they were. Uh, uh, Elliot said they were in the top <laughs> Your 10. Your sources were wrong. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Well, here's the thing. You're Rick, no, 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 you know what? I know what Rick's bringing up. Because in terms of revenue-generating teams... Yep. The Kraken are in the top five. That's in it. The National Hockey League. This is most value. Okay. Right? This forms the same. So, the like, team. yeah, you look at the Rangers, the Leafs, the Canadians, the Blackhawks, the Bruins. Like, the Blackhawks are in a downturn. Vegas and Seattle they probably, still do well. They're probably Chicago making more money well. than the Blackhawks are right yeah. now because yeah. of the, where they are in terms of their cycle as an organization. And, and so that's the, what Rick's yeah, talking about. The other surprise here, I know we've got to get going, but the Oilers. At, at, at seven, yeah. I think I know that they've got a pretty valuable player or exactly. two Connor. in their in their lineup. Pardon yeah. me, it's all exactly. Connor. I said. I thought you said Ovechkin. No, I, my hearing's going. Apparently, um, Oilers at number seven. And you know, well, the one thing about the Oilers, I haven't been there. I know other people in our business have, obviously, but that building looks just incredible. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Rogers Place in Edmonton yeah. looks very nice. Uh, and all of these top ten teams, by the way, nicer seats in their building than at Rogers. Arena. We have a submission so. that Laney's Aaron Langley inbox that backs you up, and hopefully we'll get to that later. And is it just me? Coming up next, John Shannon joins you guys as usual to go around the National Hockey League and talk about the latest with the Vancouver Canucks as well. It's Donnie Dolly. It's the team on check. Thursday, and all of our guests today are brought to you by the Vancouver Giants. Following a 5-3 triumph last night in Victoria, the G-Man returned home for the final home game before Christmas tomorrow night against Portland. Puck drop 7.30 p.m. at the LEC Friday. Get your tickets for Friday and every Giants home game at VancouverGiants.com slash tickets. As we bring in NHL analyst, co-host of the Bob McCowan podcast, as always on a Thursday, John Shannon, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, boys. How are you? Very, very well, very well. Um, the news from the Board of Governors, we'll get into the connection in a bit here, John. Uh, one of the pieces of news from the Board of Governors meetings at uh, Del Boca Vista down there in Florida, John, uh, the salary cap, not going up as much as expected. Is that is, is that? Gary Bettman being safe. Do you expect another announcement somewhere down the line? And is that good for the NHL 
if it only goes up $1 million? Well, I think if I, I talk to 32 managers, they're going to say it's bad. I mean, that's or 30 or, or, or the Players Association, they're going to say it's bad. I, I think there's still a possibility that the number could grow. Uh, you know, this is just a prognostication halfway through the season. Uh, you know, if revenues continue to grow and things continue to go in the right direction, you know, I, I, I do think that it could get closer to that $4 million mark that Bettman suggested before the season started or, or as the season started, you know, I, he doesn't, he doesn't go out and make public statements like that about Mm -hmm. $4 million without knowing something. Um, and I think at a certain time, a certain place, like this recent Board of Governors meeting, just be a little bit cautious, and then I wouldn't be surprised to see the number grow a little bit as the season progresses or when they have the the actual number put out uh, with the Board of Governors meeting in June. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of strange because we heard the $4 million plus figure or something like that. Then he yeah, def- he doesn't do that often, Donnie. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 you know, he, there isn't... I don't think there's any time that that he speaks that he knows he knows exactly what he's doing every time. So this to me was well, just let's knock it back a, back a no. bit for now, and then we'll 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 get it back to that number when we need it. Yeah, and obviously owners, GMs would like to see the cap increased. A lot of people imagine that the players wouldn't mind it as well. But what about fans, John? I think there's only been four or five, you know, no blockbusters trades since the start of, of the season. Are there enough trades in the NHL right now because that generates interest? Yeah, that's, you know, the the problem is because they, you know, it, it trades in the NHL right now are, are almost like NBA trades where it's dollar in, dollar out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, the days of blockbuster trades of, you know, eight for one. Um, and, and, and I mean, it's, it's so dollar conscious uh, that, uh, that, that can't happen anymore. You know, it, you, yeah. you, you bring up an interesting one. Trades used to be a, trades used to be a fact of life. Uh, in the National Hockey League, not just around trade deadline time, yeah, fun. Um, but it doesn't have it doesn't happen very often anymore. Because I also think that there are teams. Most teams think, well, you know what? We'll just get through this 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 yeah. either this bad time or we're on a good roll. Let's not change anything. I think there's a lot of teams that think they're a lot closer than they really are. Uh, John Alexander Ovechkin, uh, 800th goal. Uh, there's only two that he's got to catch now. I mean, what a story this week. Just to watch him do it in Chicago was amazing. Well, I mean, I think he's the greatest scorer in the modern game. Um, and, you know, I never really saw Rocket Richard live. I've seen lots of film of Rocket Richard, yeah. but he's Rocket. He's, he's the modern-day Rocket Richard. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, all the standards that, all the standards that we've created in the NHL for decades and decades and decades were built on Rocket Richard's numbers. You know, 50 goals in 50 games, 500 goals. Uh, all these yeah. great milestones were built on the, the Richard model. Um, and Ovechkin is is on the verge of, of rewriting that. And he's, he's, he's got eight, 894, so he's 94 behind Wayne. Um, the question for me is, is can he do it in the next year and a bit? Or does yep. he have to wait to uh, November of 2024 to do it? Uh, John, uh, the big story in Vancouver this week, Bo Horvat, uh, you know, obviously he rejected the Canucks offer. So where do we go from now? Where? How, how do you see this playing out, John? 
Well, I, I, I mean, I think the relationship is the question I, I asked a lot of people is the is the relationship reparable? Can it be fixed? Um, and uh, I'm, I'm getting a lot more negative stories about it being fixed than positive ones. Uh, I think there is an expectation now that he will be moved, um, whether it's now or at the deadline, when it becomes much more, uh, much easier to to acquire him because of cap space. Uh, but uh, you have to think now, after all these discussions and uh, and and everything that happened this week, um, that Bo's on his last journey as a Vancouver Canuck, which is sad for me. I I thought he was a good hockey player in Vancouver and a good captain. Um, but there's obviously a disagreement of what his value is. Uh, and, and, and in essence, they're saying that, uh, if we're going to invent this team again, and, and I say they, I mean, Canuck management, if they're going to invent this team again, it will probably be without Bo Horvat. John, we're around the same vintage. Uh, I know you've seen more of Alex Ovechkin than Gordie Howe, but, uh, they're being talked a lot, a lot uh, together these days because of the, the all-time scoring leaders situation. In in their prime time, uh, in their prime rather, if all things were equal, who would you take, Gordy or Ovi? Not a bad question. Uh, that's a that's a hard question. Mm. Um, but I would take Ovi right now. I, I really would. Mm. Um, you, you know, he's uh, how uh, in his time played a different game. Uh, how, how did play a 200 foot game? He was, he was more, and I, and this is not a negative. He was more of a complete player. He played in his own zone. Um, you know, his longevity was how he got to where he was with 25 years with the, uh, w- in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, Ovechkin, um, was, is a pure goal scorer, pure goal scorer. And it took him 14 years to learn how to be a teammate. Uh, it took it only it took Barry Trotz and his philosophy of the game to turn Ovechkin into a champion. Uh, and I think Howe knew how to be a champion long before that. But that said, if I wanted to build a team, sell tickets, and I had a choice between the two right now, I'd take the magnetic personality of Alexander Ovechkin. John, speaking of magnetic personalities, you join us every uh, Thursday. We thank you so much for this. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. I will. I mean, by then, you know, we're going to have our Christmas presents all wrapped, you know. Of course. Yeah, yours course. is on the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, you got your mug, right? So that's it, right? Oh, you no, got the, the mug. Great. Uh, yeah. The mug is the best. Even got my name on it. Yep. Yep. Even oh, got yeah. Even my name on it. Yep. That's yep. impressive. Special. Yeah. yeah. Golf balls next year. Promise. Wow, I can't drink those. Yeah. (laughs) You got company there. Thanks, John. Cheers. Appreciate it. Um, Yeah, the the Gordy versus uh, Ovi debate. And the reason I bring uh, that up is because uh, they're both right-handed wingers. Yep. Right? You're right. Ovi will play the left side. Gordy was uh, was a right winger. But Yep. um, and And the thing is that. John talks about having seen, you know, some of Gordy, you know, footage of Rocket Richard. 
uh, and I bring up this point a lot. It's hard to compare, and I know Ryan, you don't like to compare eras. I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. But the NHL has not or did not do a great job of documenting its product back in the day. Yeah. In the 50s and 60s, when film was available, right? It you, was. You, you could go out and document your product the way the NFL did, like like nobody else. One of the reasons why oh. the NFL is such a but uh, such a popular league. Even beyond that, though, Donnie, and you know, John could probably talk about this. The the rumors or reports or stories or whatever of the footage CBC did have. Yeah, but over, over time, you record it. Oh, record to save over money. it to record or, whatever program, or, or maybe it wasn't times. even saving right. money. It was just, just just because that's what they did. Exactly. As opposed to somebody going, <laughs> you know, that hat trick that Gordy got the other day. Look. Uh, maybe we want to save that footage for like ever down the road, and they, and they never did. And like, like again, not that long ago, really, in the grand scheme of things. No, no. but there was two channels back then. Uh, everybody had, in but the that's seven. more reason but to that, me. I, if you're, yeah, the, if you're I, the company, know, but now you got thirty cameras, not only covering a hockey game, but you got eighteen thousand cell phones yeah. that are taking photos and and video as well. It's, it's just, more well documented. But, that, yeah. but that's why I mean, though, like. You should have known then as the broadcaster. Hey, it we, takes one person to, to, to know that. Yeah, like we, we, we have maybe the only footage of this event because, you know, there's not another network. There's not people in the yeah. stands with, you know, phones and stuff like that. Different time. It's, it's, it is a shame. And it is. But it was there. NFL was so far ahead of the game. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous with the that. Sable family. So far ahead of the game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and it, there is a. I bring this up a lot, but there is a YouTube uh, or a piece of YouTube footage uh, from the CBC archives. Yep. It's the Blackhawks and Leafs, a 4-4 tie in 1960, whatever. And it's it's Bobby Hall putting on a – he scores three goals in this game. It, it, look it up, folks. It is, it's in black and white, and yep. it's just amazing, like just how good he is. How much Say what you want about Bobby Hall. Just, just how much better he is than everybody else, and it's documented. It's there. Well, and that's one game, and there yeah. should be more. Um, I know there's other there's other pieces of footage, but you just see bits and pieces. We should see more. And as soon as you're done watching that, make sure to look up Foster Hewitt and a piece yes. of film with a day uh, in the life of Foster Hewitt. CBC. We have to run that one yeah, of these it's days. It's one we of the to. all time yeah. worst slash best pieces of film. Best by far <laughs> ever put together. Uh, ba- back to Ovi versus Gordy. Gordy yep. never had a fifty goal season. Never had one. Like, like John just said, and that includes WHA. He won scoring titles, but never had a 50-goal season, you know, when the Rocket came along and established well, that as, as the mark. Yeah, he had longevity. Longevity. One of his best years. He did a, whole, did a whole lot of other things. Five decades. About the Gordy how hat trick and, and all of that. Yeah. But just different players is the point I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make. Yeah. Well, uh, update uh, the poll question. Have I got this right, Ryan? Update the poll question. Uh, uh, do some business and talk about Ryan Reeves. That's next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. All right, bet99.net uh, poll question, and afterwards we have some big news about tomorrow's show. Go, Rick. All right, our bet99.net poll question is Ethan Bear, the Canucks' second-best defenseman, 79 per- a whopping 79.8% say uh, yes, he is. I'll expand on that at all? 20% say he's not. 1,600 votes ready. Uh, I think Luke Shen would uh, – we've had some submissions into our Delaney's OK Tire and Langley inbox for Luke Shen. Uh, as the second best defenseman, but uh, overwhelmingly, uh, Bear is winning. And you had an update, Rick, on his contract status? With who? With Ethan Bear, the person we're talking about. <laughs> oh, Ethan Bear, I thought you mentioned. And the Canucks? 
Uh, to just uh, the, the local hockey team. There was a little, uh, you know, uh, a, a phone call this week. Uh, the Canucks have reached out to Bears agent just to say, you know, hello. On a little phone? Like uh, the one at Zoolander? No? I don't remember Zoolander. I didn't watch Zoolander. What happened to Zoolander? Anyway, so the uh, <laughs> okay, the contract. What phone talk. is in Zoolander? Uh, it, it, you brought it a, up. You brought it's it up. A reference. We'll Ryan, show me the phone in Zoolander. Okay. So, anyways, Ethan Bear and the Canucks talks. Is that right? Yeah, no? you can't okay. sign him till January first. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, he's an RFA with uh, Arbright's. But uh, just a little hello, hey, how are you doing? Kind of deal. We like your guy. Yeah. Uh, Delaney's okay. Tyron Langley inbox. A lot of submissions backing my uh, thought that OEL is their second best defenseman. Not. Not. No, a lot of people saying I'm, I'm out to lunch. OEL can't win in this market, no matter how well he plays because of his contract. Y- you say it all the time. A lot of people do. You, you know, when well, you're evaluating a player, it's hard to do. In but a you Canadian gotta th- market. you got to throw the contract Absolutely. out the door. Absolutely. You know, um, yeah, yeah he, he's overpaid, but is he still a, a fairly effective defenseman? I, well, I think so. Is he what he used to be? No. No, but is he is he met expectations? No, but is he still solid? He's I think you, most people would agree with that. OEL's giving you 20 minutes every night. He's not in the press box like Louis Erickson ended up in the press box with $6 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, He ended up in the fourth line. Uh, you know, But OEL's not doing that. He's giving you the minutes. You, you have a smug look on your face. Right? No, yeah. no, no. Do you have the Zoolander? Well, I can't rip into you, Ryan. Well, because, I haven't uh, seen Zoolander. Is you know, this the phone? Yeah. Is that a phone? It, was it a, looks it like was a, a funny chain. moment in the, in, in the show. Donnie, it looks like a keychain. No, it was. I forget what the whole thinking was uh, with it, but it was. I didn't I, watch I Zoolander. You didn't watch Zoolander? I haven't seen it either. Oh, Derek, please tell me you've watched it. Okay. You have? Derek's seen everything. I have watched it. Yes. Okay, and it's funny. Thumbs up. Love it. it. You know my. You know my. You know measuring stick for comedies. Ten good laughs. At least ten. Well, Zoolander. This guy was good in the volleyball movie. Uh, what was that? Dodgeball. You mean dodgeball? Uh, dodgeball. Yeah. That, yeah. that. This guy was good in dodgeball. Derek, congratulations for even knowing what he was talking about. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, Donnie and Dolly. Hold on a second. You don't. You didn't watch Dodgeball? Yeah, it's not a volleyball movie though. <laughs> oh, volleyball. Sorry. Yeah, Dodgeball. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Dodgeball was. <laughs> sorry, I got mixed up. Dodgeball yeah. was big in. Uh, uh, we used to play dodgeball all the time in uh, gym in yeah. grade seven. Yeah. With your. Big. What's the teacher? Mr. Carlson, yeah. Uh, yeah. he's still alive and in the U.S. Mr. Carlson. Was Vince Vaughn involved at all? <laughs> no, he wasn't. Anyways, he was in Dodgeball. Yep. And Christine Taylor, who was uh, uh, at one point um, the Mary Stiller's wife. Yeah, they're back together, I think. Are they? Yeah. I, okay. Last time I checked. DTMZ is coming up. Donnie and Dolly presented by Able Auctions. December 17th, that's Saturday, Able will sell five brand new flat bottom boats, sea containers from eight feet to 40 feet, a miniature cell phone, a large fleet of commercial landscape equipment, a large quantity of warehouse racking, portable washrooms. Take your phone in there and make a call. <laughs> Yard tents, food processing equipment, and a lot more. It will all. Be, you do most of your phone calls in the washroom. It will all be sold on December seventeenth. That's this Saturday. AbleAuctions.ca for info on this auction, other auctions, or to get your business assets sold at auction. Rick, go to AbleAuctions.ca. A B L E Auctions.ca. You've got some business to do, but let, let me do the. Can we talk about Ryan Reeves now? Yeah, let's do this. So he comes up with this crushing hit uh, uh, last night. Uh, versus Detroit, Minnesota versus Detroit. Philip Heronic is the defenseman who was the victim here, and a lot of people calling for a suspension. Heronic uh, was bleeding. 
He left the game, did not come back. A lot of people calling for a suspension. Uh, was the principal point of contact the head? NHL said no, he will not be suspended. Not what do you suspended. think? It looks clean to me. I mean, it just looks like a guy in the middle of the ice with his head down, and he just ran into a train. I yeah. mean, boom. Uh, I, I don't know if we've seen the angle already or if we're going to see it again, but there's at, at one point he kind of looks off yeah, like he's talking to his defense partner or yeah. he was distracted by something. And then here comes the big guy. And it's, it's, it's Ryan Reeves. He's notorious, but I think most people agree this, is, this looks like a clean hit. And it's a, it's a big guy um, being hit by somebody who's bigger. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes th- this sort of thing is going to happen. I felt he was bleeding, obviously hurt, but it is a contact sport. And uh, I think most people agree that that did not deserve nope. a suspension. Clean to me. And, and and actually, Ryan Reeves was up to it, uh, up to his old tricks again. Nothing suspendable later on in that game. He crushed somebody into the into the boards. He got in a fight too. Which also, yeah. Uh, um, who was it? That it Ben Ben Sherratt, uh, fought him. Yeah. After that second hit, so he's uh, he's, he's sticking around. He's not going to be. Uh, suspended. Business. Rock and roll. All right. Looking for a gift for a sports fan? How about an addition to your man cave? Pastime Sports, the place to visit. Check out the largest selection of sports memorabilia, autographed items, trading cards, and collectible games in Western Canada. Four locations. you got Langley, Metrotown, Tawasson Mills, Surrey, inside Guilford Mall. If you can't visit them in-store, you can shop their massive uh, collection online at pastimesports.ca. Ryan, what is in front of my laptop? Uh, for two more days, the FIFA, or no, one more day, tomorrow's show, the sticker uh, cards, the FIFA World Cup 2022 <laughs> sticker cards just, will be on the desk. That is the most boring display no, in the not. history of no, displays. That, you know why? Because you look at that and you go, hey, what's inside that box? No. Well, go find out. Buy one at, buy, wait, actually, before we go any further and talk about the card in front of uh, Dollywell's laptop, Pastime Sports made a massive announcement today yeah. that we should mention. They tweeted out. Those boxes are on sale? No, no. Trevor Linden is going to be at their pastime store at Guilford Mall on January the 30th. So they tweeted this out. There's the link there. You could get all the information on the event on January the 30th. Trevor Linden at pastime in Guilford Mall for an autograph signing. Oh, hold hold it. It's got uh, Kirk McLean and uh, Gino in there, too. Because pastime just tagged his former teammates. Mm. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. And Kirk's been involved with pastimes, yeah. so, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, is Gino. Yeah, yeah. And obviously we're involved a, 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 as well. He's just yeah. going to be peppered with questions about Aquilini. Oh. <laughs> what happened there, I Trevor? Think, I think, no, yeah. If, I, if you're going to see Trevor Linden at this event, you're not asking about You uh, don't think, Rick, no. come on. You, take a look at our Delaney's getting, okay, Tyron Langley. You're getting an autograph. If you go oh. and if you meet <laughs> hey, Trevor honestly, Linden, I'd come go, on, I, that's hey, not right. You're way too innocent. Not right. Not right. I'd go up to Trevor and say, Trevor, look it. I don't even need the autograph. I'll pay you the money. What do you think of Francesco? That's no. what I'd say to him. It happened years ago. Stop it. Trevor yeah, but the Linden. question hasn't been answered, though. Okay, but it, it, that's not very nice if you go to see Trevor Linden at an autograph signing. Hey, Trevor, by the way, what's Aquilini like? Come on. Well, not even what, he's, what, what is he like. What happened? Yeah. What's go- Why did you leave? Let's spill the beans. Let's go right here. Well, how about, well, how about hey. us getting Trevor on the show? Well, well that's on up it. to you. Yeah. Working on it. Uh, <laughs> you know, pastime sports, that this, 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 could be the place to be. Oh. Right. Oh, absolutely. You might not. I'm not encouraging people to ask that question. But what if somebody does? There's a big, you know, uh, brouhaha. What if, what if he flips? <laughs> like <laughs> takes the table. <laughs> I'm out of here. You know, 
Yeah. Massive uh, Trevor's scene. A, he's a nice guy. He's no, a good I know, guy. I know. He's, uh, he wouldn't do that. When that photo behind Taylor might be the most autographed photo at oh, that event on January One of the, the nicest pictures in oh, Canucks history. In fact, right if, if you had got the first half signed by McLean a couple yeah. weeks ago, yeah. you go back with the second half, Lyndon... That's a heck of a piece for so your man. So we need Lyndon and, and, and uh, McLean to come into the studio and, and sign, sign this. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. The card in front of the laptop because the Canucks are taking on the Jets tomorrow night. Now, head, uh, not head coach of the Jets, former head coach in the National Hockey League, Randy Carlisle. Former member for of the Jets. Canucks organization. Mm-hmm. Manitoba uh, Moose uh, head coach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had Bill Ranford and <laughs> you changed it. Because Jets cards are hard to come by. Bill Ranford didn't play for the Jets. I, but it was Bill Ranford's birthday this week, so that's why I was going to do that. Da, we were scrambling a little because you don't worry about the cards anymore. You just worry about yeah. turning on the, the batteries on your your friends here. The snowman. And a young Ricky, when I was failing in high school, all getting Fs all the time, Bill Ranford was there at NWSS. How was he doing? Uh, <laughs> a whole lot better than me. Uh, Mark Recchi was there. I told you guys Mark was in my social What, did you go, go through your whole graduating uh, just class listen. Todd Ewan, Steve Ewan, a Pokey Reddick. It was a good time in New York. Steve Ewan and Todd No, Ewan? not Steve. Uh, Todd Ewan and his brother uh, were both in the, the Bruins lineup, Queens Park, Pokey Reddick. <laughs> it was a good... Steve Ewan's our buddy in New West, too. When you went to school with Mark Recchi as well. I, Mark he, he Recchi was that. in my social yeah. studies class. And he copied off you and you both failed. Stop. Did you go to school just with stop. anybody famous? No. Ben Roethlisberger came to Fleetwood Park one time, but that was it. What? Yeah, I've told this story before. Ben Roethlisberger was dating Missy something mm. from this part of the Missy world. Missy something? I can't Missy remember. Who? What's her name? She's, What's a, her she's an actress. She's an actress. Well, this, this is a, a classmate of yours. No, she was a former student at Fleetwood. And she came by the school with Roethlisberger because one of the teachers was a massive Steelers fan. So I just happened to be in gym class. Did, did you say, hey, how's it going, Ben? No, I didn't. But he what? legally could not throw a football to the teacher. Because it's, uh, it was off, in the contract. It was off in the contract. And in the contract, you're not allowed. Like, he could, like hockey like, players aren't allowed to ski. Right. He could like yeah. rugby pass he it. Really do. Stuff like yeah. that. But he couldn't actually, you know. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's what he told you anyway. Well, no, I, I, I believe it. I went, I went to school with someone famous. Who? Michael okay. J. Fox? No. No. Although he is a Burnaby guy. Yeah. Uh, pianist. John Kamara Parker. Classical pianist. No idea. Yeah. So hold on. You're saying you're... You went, I know. It th- doesn't fit you the North Burnaby You went to school with a classical musician? I did. A yes. pianist? I did. John? Kamara yeah, Parker. You're going to have to spell that in the break. Let's okay. take a break. <laughs> Good idea. DTMZ next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. 1130. It's 1130. <laughs> Thanks there, Ryan. I'm not going to yell at you, Ryan, because I got an email today. Don't yell at Ryan. You're very unprofessional. Blah, blah, blah. 1135 on a Thursday morning. Donnie and Dolly on Check TV. It's now time for DTMZ. Uh, brought to you by the f- world-famous Whistler Golf Club. Go see Big Al out there. Great track. Great track. As Rick mentioned, DTMZ brought to you by the Arnold Palmer Design Whistler Golf Club. Give the gift of golf uh, this Christmas by purchasing your Whistler Golf Club gift card, which can be used for green fees next summer. Or si- Is that Todd Ewan? <laughs> or simulator play this winter. Purchase your gift card online at whistlergolf.com. Calm. We good? Oh, yeah. After scandal and boycott plunged the Hollywood foreign press into disarray and knocked its annual award show off TV for a year, the Golden Globes yep. this week showered nominations on the comedy The Banshees of Inisherin. 
I hope I'm getting that name right. And the mashup, everything, everywhere, all at once. These these films that got heavy duty nominations. Yep. Golden Globe nominations. The Banshees of Inisherin led with eight nominations. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Six. The nominees for best film, comedy, or musical were the two we just mentioned: Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Babylon. That's with Brad Pitt. Looks really good. And Triangle of Sadness. On the TV side, Abbott Elementary, which I haven't watched, led with five nominations, including Best Series, Musical, or Comedy. The Crown, Dahmer, Monster, oh. Only Murders in the Building, Pam and Tommy, and White Lotus all came away with four nominations. And I oh. love that because, Ryan, you rip into White Lotus all the time. You've never seen it. I'm telling you, it's tremendous. You should. My wife, Kelsey, started it last night. And? I don't know. I went to sleep. So... Golden Globes, January 10th, telecast. Jared Carmichael will be the host. Okay, you know what? That that Dahmer monster, I watched it. I didn't want to, but I did. So did did Ricky. Did you watch it? I had to go downstairs. I was kicked out uh, uh, because nobody wanted to watch it. You don't have to tell us why. But uh, interesting because normally being old guy here, uh, I don't see anything, right? I just did the kids and the hockey yeah. and the this and the that. Yeah. Uh, but I've seen a lot of this. Like The Crown, excellent. Dahmer, it, it, subject matter, horrific. I yep. watched it. Only Murders in the Building. How could you not like that? You didn't like it, Ryan. Right? Uh, season two, I, I feel like, didn't need to be done. Pam and Tommy. Oh, yeah. I watched all of that. Oh, yeah. All of it. A lot, lot of Vancouver, a lot of BC stuff in it. Yeah, I, as yeah. you'd expect with uh, Pamela being involved. White Lotus, excellent. So... For once, I'm hip, and I'm with it. Okay, we good? Mm-hmm. Yep, let's Birthdays, go. December 15th. It's sleepy today. Wake up. Come on, guys. Derek, help us out. Seven birthdays, December 15th. The line is set at five by Sweaty Abigail Steam Rooms, Burgers, and Casino. And those burgers, despite what you see there, Sands Lettuce in Sackville, New Brunswick. But you do know lettuce is, is, is a powerful food. It's really good. <clears throat> Thanks for that. But if you it's a power food, the it's combination of le- lettuce and a steam Ryan, is not don't, good. don't get me going, Ryan. Lettuce isn't a superfood. It is a superfood. Broccoli. broccoli Roman, le- not just stop. Romaine lettuce or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Roman, uh, Romaine lettuce is a powerful. Ryan, believe me. It's not a superfood. Okay. It's better than Purdy's chocolate. L- yeah. It, it, Ryan, we will take this conversation off the air. Google romaine lettuce right now. But, it is a power food. Yeah, he's got time to do that. Now, uh, it's funny. When it comes to the list of superfoods, it often changes. Like yeah. blueberries is always on the well, list. Blueberries number Honey, one. Honey. Uh, oatmeal. Uh, uh, pumpkin seeds. Uh, sunflower seeds. Lettuce. Walnuts. Nuts. All nuts are good. Uh, not all nuts, but nuts. Uh, walnuts. Uh, almonds. All that stuff is good. Yeah. You know what's often on the list that you wouldn't think? What? Coffee. Antioxidants. It's coffee's great for you. Yeah. Two cups a day. Well, not with ten year a ten day old cream like you put in, but coffee is good. <laughs> okay. It's it's hard. There's different. Yeah. Thank there's you. Conflicting Ryan. opinions on whether yeah. or not it's a superfood. Lettuce. See, Chef Swagger, who would know. Chief Swagger. Kale and spinach are superfoods. Yes. Romaine, not. Yeah. Uh, I'll, th- I'll, g- I don't think I'll give is. you another one, uh, and I grew up with this. Beets. A superfood. Yeah, I think yeah. I believe so. Yeah, and uh, all fruits and vegetables, uh, carrots. Well, no, no, no not, hold on. Now you're changing it. Yeah, yeah, fruits and vegetables are good, but certain ones are superfoods. I'm telling. Can I get to the birthdays here? 
birthdays. This is this is what um, I, I think the litmus test. If it can stain your clothes, like beets, kale, then that's a superfood. Then it's a superfood. Coffee. You got, you Avocado. Know. Does that st- stain your clothes though? We'll get back to whatever you food. Hey, hey, whatever food yogurt. you had at the tattoo Yogurt. Lo- low sugar uh, yogurt. Good. Seven birthdays. What, are you all just right. yelling out yogurt all of a sudden? <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. Line set it at five. Go. Rock and roll. Undrafted Kraken forward from Quebec won back to back cups with Tampa Bay oh, uh, in 2020 uh, and 2021. Initials, uh, Yanni Gord. Yeah. Uh, Gord. Superfood. Yep. Uh, late Habs general manager who guided Montreal to nine Stanley Cup titles in 14 years. Former CEO of the Blue Jays. Imlac. No. Habs. Often considered the greatest general manager of all time. Can you give me an he engineered the Guy Lafleur deal. Sam Pollock. There you go. <laughs> Cleveland area disc jockey who popularized the popularized the ter- the term made popular the term rock and roll. Uh, Wolfgang. No. <laughs> there was. A, you mean Wolfman Jack? No, Wolfman Jack. Uh, there was a, a no. DJ back in the day. Yeah, Wolfman Jack. Wolf, Great voice. Wolf, Wolfman Jack. Good yeah, guy. It's yeah. not him, though. We'll get back to that. Late legendary comedian who was a regular on the Carol Burnett show. His characters included the oldest man and Mr. Tudball, the star of the Dorf videos. You got to no, know him. This no guy idea. is legendary. Ru- TC. Come on. Okay, we'll move on. American actor who played James Sonny Crockett on Miami oh, Vice. Oh, uh, 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 Johnson. Uh, Don Johnson. <laughs> okay. Friday night, Miami Vice. Friday night, Johnson. NFL defensive back out of Western Illinois. Spent nine seasons with the Chargers before winning two Super Bowls with New England. Now an analyst on NBC, Football Night in America. R.H. You guys are slow today. Rodney Harrison. There you go. Red Sox for... This is Rick. Okay. Don't say anything, Derek or, or Ryan. Move on. Red Sox first baseman. <laughs> Move on. You're right. Move on. Move on. You know what? Move on was Not- the 85 American League MVP. His it's name only gets funny pre- in here. I don't want to get into the details. It's but an inside name, joke. It's an name, inside his joke. His name gets brought up a, a lot around here. Um, Tim Conway. Uh, Tim Conway. Uh, my buddy George in uh, Salmon Arm just texted that to me. Alan Freed. Is the name of the DJ who came up with the term rock and roll. But you, you you understood when Stamps. I said Wolfgang, right? Wolfman Jack. Yeah, Wolfman Jack. He was good. He had yeah. deep pipes. Do you like, remember yeah, the Guess was... Who and their song Clap for the Wolfman? Yeah, yeah. It was all about Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack. I think I it was in him. Happy Days. And he was like oh, yeah. the DJ back in the day. Big but time. Alan Freed, really respected by uh, musicians, was the DJ who coined the phrase rock and roll. Rock and, and roll. The Cle- <laughs> Cleveland, right? He's from Cleveland. Yep. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then a came, lot of that's about Alan Freed. And then came Dick Clark, uh, Casey yeah. Kasem, all those guys. Yep. And, and locally, Doc Harris. Yep. Red, Rob- uh, Red Robinson. Uh, yeah. Yes. Red Robinson, Gosh, yeah, of one course. of the greatest all time right here in our own city. The, I, I picked this song uh, for Ryan because it, it's, it, it's, it involves Seinfeld. Or an episode of Seinfeld involved this song. The late Charlie Rich. Born 90 years ago Wednesday, and he's going to play us out August 73 and the album Behind Closed Doors. Covered by George Costanza in Season 4, Episode 13 of Seinfeld, this is Charlie Rich, the most beautiful girl on check, specializing in crossover hits on a BC Thursday morning. Is it just next? Hey, did you happen to see the most beautiful girl in the world?
And now we'd like to show you some of the uh, supplementary equipment that you can purchase to help that the game of a golf of yours. Uh, first of all, this is a little uh, arm brace that you can purchase. You see that it's adjustable. And then the, once you find the correct position for your elbow itself, you just lock that little dude in like that. And then it is permanently locked. You keep your hands straight when you hit that ball like that. <laughs> now, this the next little piece of equipment that I have on my leg here, I would like to describe to you. Uh, it's a little electrical device we have here to keep your legs straight. Uh, Leonard, excuse me, I know that you're real busy, but uh, you want to just to plug that in. Here you go. And that goes into this small battery over there, Leonard. That's good. Like a gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. We're not going to see the end of it. Okay. We're running out of uh, Ryan. That's uh, Durfun Golf. Tim Conway. Come yeah, on. he was so good. Ah, oh, unreal. unreal. He could spend a whole evening watching. He had a series of Durfun Golf videos and the stuff. There you go. Okay. No, nothing, Ryan. It's funny stuff. It's slapstick. It's it, it, the guy was brilliant. Watch his old Carol Burnett. Tim Conway. Uh, he was a really good actor. Yeah. <clears throat> no uh, question. Is it just me? Meanwhile, brought to you by, and I'm sure they're happy about that. Is it just me? Uh, brought to you by Quinsome Communications Group, located in Campbell River. For oh. more info, visit quinsomecommunications.ca. Quinsome Communications Group, connecting people through technology. Both Quinsome locations now have Donnie and Dolly merchandise, hats, hoodies, T-shirts, and more. Is it just me? Go. Uh, photos. Uh, we're going to go to Hawaii. Waikiki Aloha Stadium. Look at this. This is Agent 99. He I asked him for his name, and he said Agent 99. And he's that is at the uh, what are they called the the fairs what do they call them uh, Ryan flea market uh, the flea market at uh, Aloha Stadium a farmers market what yeah. no 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 it's a flea market Some he said a market. flea market Donnie it's a flea market that's at the flea market at the Aloha Stadium he's there right now well, he's got a f funny caption there too why his thumbs up Don Cherry style no, and he's, he's got the Donnie Dolly shirt <laughs> he's wondering if that's where you bought your shirts yeah oh yeah he asked uh, Friday shirts <laughs> actually. Yeah. I think I've seen some of those on the show. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, listen, Hawaiian shirts, uh, I, I'm having a tough time around here finding them. They're hard to find. Well, it's not Hawaii. Yeah. So there, <laughs> there is that. Uh, Bobby in Vancouver. is. Oh, did you have a picture? Uh, let me just show this very quickly because we got a bunch of these sent to us. It's, it's year-end time on Spotify, so you get your uh, recap of your year. So a lot of people have been sending this to us, including Kobe in Idaho. Look at this. Oh, Spent 15,000 minutes with your top podcast, Donnie and Dolly. Oh, the poor so guy. Nice. So shout out so to nice. Kobe. He says he enjoys everything about the show. And we, like I said, we got a lot of these sent to us. Thank you for everyone that has sent uh, them to us and recapped the year. It's outstanding. We have the best listeners, viewers, uh, even the ones that rip us and exactly. call us idiots. They are just <laughs> There's as There's a important. lot of them here. Well, uh, the, we, we get ripped every day. But you know what? We appreciate it. If you care to rip... You care. That's important. Is it just me, Chris in the hoof? Is the 5-9 line from last night not the Canucks' third line solution? Right? Yeah, the two, two guys, 5-9, uh, 1-5-10. Garland. Uh, by the way, they had nine shots. On, uh, yep. Now, Donnie, five shot, uh, nine shots, four points, buzzing all night. And, and Hoglander only got in because Besser was out. Yeah. Uh, was the great. Line, it, it did. Let's hope that Garland... Uh, uh, I think they were checking up on his. Uh, he got blocked the shot. Mm. I, I'm not hearing he's out long term. He should be okay, but uh, they're checking on him today. Uh, but but they were really good. Very quickly, Bobby in Vancouver. Is it just me or is lint chocolate overrated? This sounds so old school. I love it. Give me a Jersey milk, an arrow, a Reese peanut butter cup, or a Kit Kat any day. Again, Bobby in Vancouver. That was 
That had to do with our Purdy's discussion. We'll wrap up the show with the poll question next. Donnie Dolly, the team on check. All right, just before we wrap up the bet99.net uh, poll question, uh, we can tell you that tomorrow on the show, uh, his client has been in the news a whole lot in this market, J.P. Berry, who represents, among others, Bo Horvat, is going to be on our show No, 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 tomorrow. no, no, no. Elish Pedersen. He represents Pedersen, oh, sorry. Uh, Hughes, and also Tyler Myers. Where did I get Bo Horvat from? I have no idea. He'll be on the show tomorrow. It's the end of the show. Poll question. Are we doing that now? Yeah. Ryan, get her up. Our bet99.net poll question is Ethan Bear, the Canucks' second best defenseman. 70, a whopping 79.9% say yes. A whopping. And, I, and it's I, hopping. I, 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 I built up that, uh, that, that intro for J.P. Barry, and it just died. <laughs> <laughs> it just completely died. Business. Right now? No, if you missed tomorrow. any of today's show, you can catch uh, full replays of Donnie and Dolly in the Check Plus app or watch your interviews on YouTube. Just search for Donnie and Dolly. All brought to you by the Bayside Oceanfront Resort. Beautiful Parksville, the Bayside Resort, one of Vancouver Island's premier getaway spots. Looking for a winter getaway. Stay at the Bayside, December, January, 25% off. All you got to say is uh, mention Donnie and Dolly. You get to- <laughs> What are you laughing at? Nothing. Okay, anyways, you mentioned Donnie and Dolly. You get 25% off. Ah. Book your island getaway today at BaysideOceanFrontResort.com or call 250-248-8333 and go see Brandon and Dom. You had another is it just me you wanted to bring up regarding Tiger Williams. Uh, Did you see Tiger Williams, Dave Schultz, and Stu Grimson on The Simpsons last Sunday? I didn't. I don't watch The Simpsons. Oh, Simpsons. I, I, I didn't see it, and I feel bad that I didn't. Yeah. I love that show. What yeah, a good cameo. Tiger, uh, Dave Schultz, uh, you know, Broad Street Bullies, Stu Grimson. Wow. Yeah, th- thumbs up? Okay. Yeah. Get, get into The Simpsons. It is, it is, it's just so good. Um, is it just me, unless you have something, Rick? No, no, go, go. Okay. Uh, is it just me? But would anyone else like you guys to start a new segment called Where Are They Now? With Jim Benning, the first guest, it would be a hit. That's from Wolverine. Not to be confused with Wolfman Jack. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't see. Jim has not done one interview okay. since who's, he was let go by who, the bank. Who's on our show tomorrow? J.P. Berry. J.P. Berry. All right. Uh, appreciate that. On behalf of Ryan, Derek, Rick, everybody here at Old Boy and Check, I'm Don, and you're up to date in the world of sports. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.